Hey everybody, welcome to the Basic Buzz. My name is Davey, and this is episode 31. Welcome back guys, I hope you guys had a wonderful January. If you're anybody, if you're anything like me, uh, January felt like it was forever. So I'm happy to move on into February, get away from that uh, polar vortex, and open up to spring, which is just around the corner, especially here in Florida, where we're getting warmer weather soon. But more importantly, it's going to be wedding season. Um, So I kind of thought we'd dig up and uh, reach out to a couple of people that we know that may be able to clarify a couple things in the beauty industry concerning weddings. Uh, To start, I thought it would be wise to go to someone we all know who works several weddings, uh, our resident beautician, our MUA cosmetologist, at your beauty pros, Trista, how you doing? What up, what up, what up? I'm doing better. Better. (laughs) I know, you you were on the verge of your deathbed last time when we last talked to you, so I'm glad to hear things aren't as as, uh, dire. Yeah, things are looking up. Mm -hmm. So is the weather. So, you know, how are things cooking up on the... Oh, well, let me back up before I go way too fast. I know we could talk for days and have a great time, but so tell me, what is it that, you know... This is kind of your area of expertise, right? You do weddings. Yes. Um, you do makeup. Yes, I do hair styling um, and then also makeup artistry for weddings, for brides, bridal party, things like that. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, Primarily weekends, you know. <laughs> well, most weddings are on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but hey, you'll have some elopements throughout the week. You'll have Friday and Monday weddings. True. Sunday weddings. It's uh, like... People want to save a little money. I've dreamed of doing a Friday wedding, but I just, there's no way. I'm sticking to my Saturday idea. Oh, good to know. Yeah, you know. If I ever get there. I'm getting married one day. If I ever get there. When you get there. Positivity, Davey, positivity. Okay, so (laughs) moving on. (laughs) Now that we know what you do in, in uh, in these streets, where did, can you tell us a little bit, Tell us a little bit about how this got started for you. Because I know, I mean, not a lot of people know this, but you didn't always do weddings. This You started off in hair, correct? Right. So it's funny enough, you know, you'll hear stories about people who just kind of fell into their career. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like me. So after cosmetology school, I got a job at a um, chain salon. Mm. To me, it was a smart thing to do because fresh out of school, you have no clientele and you're fresh out of school, so you're still learning a lot of things you need people to practice on. So that was a good opportunity for me to kind of be around a wide range of people and not just people who look like me. True. I've always wanted to learn how to do multiple things. You can be a jack of all trades. And so how did did you transition from there then? Funny enough, um... So while doing hair, you know, people don't tell you how many body aches that you can get from doing hair. (laughs) Um, So I had to go see a chiropractor. So funny enough, my chiropractor had a nanny who was in the wedding industry. And she just started and every now and then she would need help if she had 
a larger party that she couldn't do all by herself. Right. So she asked me about it, and um, I met up with her at a bridal expo in Georgia. And that was my first time meeting her. I just met her, got to work. Wow. <laughs> Talk about an audition. <laughs> like, fight or flight situation. So tell me about um, that first wedding then. How'd that go? Oh, my gosh. You talking about nerve-wracking? But I have learned this in college. You got to kind of fake it till you make it and don't let people see you sweat. <laughs> so there are some things I can't hide on my face. Like, if you say something foul, I'm like, what the? Did you just say? But... Mm. When you're in a working environment, for whatever reason, I'm very good at masking my fears and just getting the job, getting the job done. Because no matter what, I know that I'm like, it's not worth stressing out about. It's going to get done. So let me just focus and get it done. So, I mean, you started off there. You worked your way up, I'm guessing. Like, how did that progress for you? Um, more so, I want to say I worked my way up, per se. I didn't have the best of experiences, as you know. Um, we don't have enough time of day for that. <laughs> um, I'll just say that I was working under someone else for three years, and I felt like I was being taken advantage of and not being treated fairly. So I started branching out on my own. I linked up with another MUA I met at the very first salon I worked at, Fresh Eye Beauty School, mm-hmm. who was also in the wedding industry. Mm. So every now and then, you know, she needs help. I'll work with her in Atlanta. Right. But I have started booking my own clients here in Jacksonville and surrounding areas. So, like, I'm super excited. And you're right. It is wedding season. And it is about to be on and popping. Gotcha. Well, that's good to hear then. So what specific services do you provide for brides or yeah, for brides, because I, um, I don't. I'm over here. I was about to say grooms, which I should. <laughs> I should say it. It happens. It just. Uh, it was. It wasn't the first thing that popped in my mind. Yeah, that's not what most men think about. I feel like men have like their go-to barber stuff like that. The only time I've really like quote-unquote groomed a groom is if he's having breakouts and the YCB was like, okay, you need to cover that. Can you kind of ah, fix him up photos. a little bit? Yeah. yeah. The photos are everything. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, primarily there's basically two essential services, makeup artistry and then um, hair styling, which is heat styling. Hmm. Um, so basically, I mean, I mean, you have curly hair. You don't really heat style your hair. But um, curling the hair, put, doing it in an updo, curling your hair and leaving it down, styling it different ways for the day of. Mm-hmm. And then makeup artistry. I feel like it's kind of self-explanatory. It's just all about the, that bride's makeup style and how they want to look. Gotcha. And does that also, did you often have to do the bridesmaids as well? Or is that just usually singly given to the bride? So, okay, I'm going to walk you through the process a little bit. So once the bride kind of contacts me or I hear about someone who is getting married, I'll reach out to them. I was told, you know, people like things to be laid out in front of them. So if you see someone who needs something done, offer them that service. Save them the trouble of looking for somebody. Right. So once we get in contact and I kind of see, like, what they're looking for, um, I get the date of the wedding and I get the bridal party size. And that lets me know, okay, do I need help? Do I need to bring in someone to help me with this wedding party? Usually about four to five people I can handle myself, depending on how many services. If everyone's getting makeup, I can do it by myself. If people are getting hair and makeup, depending on the timeline, I may or may not need to bring in another professional to help me out with it. Gotcha. Okay. 
And so wedding season coming up. I'm guessing you're booked. Probably March is looking crazy for you right now. Um, a little bit, yeah. Especially April. Um, I have a couple of photo shoots actually in the works. Bridal photo shoots. I'm so excited about um, one this month. I have another one next month. Mm. And in the midst of that, it's like I'm still booking people because I feel like women don't really understand that not just venues get booked in advance, but we also get booked in advance. So there's oh, people wow. still looking for makeup artists and hairstylists a month before their wedding. Whew. So Trista, tell me something. You've, I mean, you've been doing this for a while now. So what, what are some of your goals concerning your, your wedding um, and MUA? Um... My career goals, my business goals. Yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> in a nutshell, I am building my own brand. I wouldn't say empire, but I would probably use the word like agency. I would like to have a group of professional cosmetologists and makeup artists. Hmm. That's why my business is called Your Beauty Pro. I don't want people who are just like, oh, I like makeup, I like doing hair. It's like, no, when people are paying money to book for their wedding day, I want them to know that they're booking a professional, someone who's licensed by the state, you know what I mean? I that you. has the education for it. Hey, so they it's, get their it's the one day, it. it's, you know what I'm saying, it's that special day. Better make sure it happens. Better make sure it's good. Yes, yes. So that's my ultimate goal is to have an agency of people mm. and to have my own team of people. So, so I'm excited that it's actually coming true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're always going to be our beauty, beauty pro, so thank you. Uh, any, in any case, so, I mean, you're building this up and these are definitely your goals. So what are, are there any moves perhaps, or like things that you're doing behind the scenes that, you know, something maybe we should be looking forward to that you may be offering or planning to do? Um, yes. One thing I have accidentally kind of fell into also is photo shoots. Um, there's a such thing as a staged photo shoot. Basically, what you see on Pinterest and in magazines of like bridal photo shoots, they're purposely playing with a bunch of vendors coming together. And I'm lucky enough to where I've impressed a wonderful florist, her name is Carrie. And um, she has referred me to three photo shoots that she's working on. Wow. I love her for that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now before we get into the topics, I did want to ask you one thing as a obviously you come on here. You always give us some great tips, um, but spe specifically concerning your wedding experience. What is one quick pro tip <laughs> that you can give? One quick tip. Um, do your research. I feel like that in a nutshell is do your research. Um, look up professionals, look at their work, look at reviews, um, look at their professionalism, and that will tell you. Just like people look at reviews on clothing websites to see if they'll fit how they wear, same thing for whoever you book. And also, when you do a trial, trial is basically like a practice run of how you think you want to look the day of the wedding so it comes the day of the wedding you're not just practicing and playing with hair and makeup and whatnot hmm. so come prepared to your bridal trial come with pictures on pinterest google we hearted instagram whatever the case may be come with at least three to four pictures of hair styles and makeup styles so you can kind of hone in on exactly what you want 
Wow. Sounds good. Well, thank you very <laughs> much. And we'll be right back, guys. And we're going to dive into the topics. Ooh, ooh. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So we are going to dive into the topics du jour here with uh, Miss Trista from At Your Beauty Pro. And if you just happen to be weird and just skip all of the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> you would have heard about how much experience she has building into the wedding scene. Um, Trista, one of the to- the first topic that I really want to cover today is really about um, your end of managing and, and perhaps the perspective of managing um, the beauty aspects for weddings. So, you know, can you tell me a little bit about like the prep? Like, what is it that you have to do before you even head out to a wedding? <laughs> well, I will say this, and it is very important. I have to make sure that everything I'm using is clean and sanitized. Oh, please. Yeah. I don't want any yes. acne breakouts or stuff like that. And oh, that's you don't? very reassuring to hear, by the way. <laughs> um, I've been around other people who don't clean their brushes and Ooh. it makes me shake my head. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And you don't want to, you know, embarrass them in front of the client. So I just use my own things. Um, but yes, I have to make sure all my brushes are clean. All my sponges are clean. Um, I look at my list of services, seeing how many people I have. I use one sponge per person. Nice. I don't share sponges. Brushes are easy to spot clean in between people, but those makeup lovers out there know that it's easy to accumulate and buy, buy, buy. So I have enough brushes where I can not have to spot clean and just put them in a little baggie, a dirty baggie, mm. and use another brush. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's the situation. <laughs> I love the sync reference that you dropped, casually dropped in there. Oh, yes, you know. Um, <laughs> now, with the bridal trial have been done, I know what I need to pack for the bride. Ooh, we don't want to over Back it up, back it up. What is a bridal trial? A bridal trial is basically what the bride gets done. I come to them since I'm on location and whether they're getting hair or makeup or both, um, that's when they'll show me their inspiration photos. Hmm. And then we kind of have a consultation. I break down what they like best about each photo and why they chose that photo, what they don't like about the photo. That saves us time too from just playing with makeup. So once we decide, you know, what lip color they want to use, what hairstyle they like, I take pictures of it as a reference. I keep that products I use aside so I can write down what I use. I have to keep searching and looking for stuff. That sounds, makes time go by quicker. It sounds like, you know, a lot of fun for the for the customer, for the bride. <laughs> <laughs> they get pampered and they usually end up going out afterwards. Yeah, so that's what I was saying. You know, it's, it sounds like a pretty good, pretty good thing. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just making sure that, that I pack everything I need so I don't forget anything. I try to do that the night before. So come the morning of, I'm not rushing around for anything. Wow. That's my biggest thing, just prepping for the day, what I need for how many people. Same thing goes for hair supplies. Curling irons, I usually bring about two sizes, a smaller one and a bigger one. Different hairsprays. Oh my gosh, I have such a variety of hairsprays and dry shampoos and texturizing sprays and combs and clips and stuff like that. Wow. I carry a lot of stuff. And all that stuff has to get packed in and good. Yes, and my lighting. Can't forget my lighting, it's essential. Word? (laughs) <laughs> yes, because a lot of times I'm getting people ready early in the day, mm-hmm. and the sun might not be the best. They may be in a hotel where the lighting mm-hmm. really sucks, 
So I need to be able to see what I'm doing. I'm see. I would have never thought of that. I would have never even thought of the lighting to give the perspective or like to to shine additional. I guess like get out any shadows that might or lighting that may be inappropriate, like the yellow bulbs or something that or fluorescent lighting that doesn't really yeah. highlight. Yeah, no, that's that's it pretty. Anything sunlight, yeah. And depending, I always travel with my chair. I leave it in the car. And then I'll see what kind of chairs they have because there's been plenty of times I will go home at the end of the day and my back is killing me from bending over. Wow. Doing makeup for hours at a time. So I always bring my chair just in case I need it. Hmm. So, and I'm guessing that trial gives you gives a little perspective for the bride as well, who can then, um, I guess it allows you really to manage their expectations for certain things. Is there times where you kind of um, you've been or like been interacting with a client and then they didn't come prepared or they suggest to skip it and then like it went bad like I actually have that situation going on now oh so story time <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually have a bride who is having a destination wedding in um, I don't want to say the exact location but it's on an island in Georgia. Oh. And she lives on the West Coast. So oh. what had happened was she already had a makeup artist that um, she had been communicating with for months. And they scheduled her trial when she came to the West, I mean, to the East Coast to kind of, you know, make preparations for the, her wedding. She, the makeup artist stood her up, didn't answer her calls, didn't do nothing. Mm. So she went back home to having a trial and she ended up finding me. She booked me, and we don't have time to do a trial. So we have been communicating quite a bit. I found her a hairstylist. (laughs) Um, Since just because I've learned a lot of things doesn't mean I'm great at a lot of things. I know my limitations. So she wants a particular style. I'm like, that's not my lane. I'm taking my lane where I'm good at. I'll find you someone who's awesome. We've been communicating a lot. Like I said, unfortunately, we don't have time for a trial because the next time she's coming out is for her wedding. Hmm. But based on my work and how we've been talking, she completely trusts me. So I appreciate it. I will let you know how it goes, though. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you for giving us a little story time. I mean, that sounds pretty nerve wracking, too, on your end, because there's not much that you can do in like practicing or I'm guessing it's like, you know, similar to artist when they have to paint something and they're like, okay, at least the first time they might try and they're like, okay, I need to do this differently here. Maybe do that. You don't have an opportunity. You're going to be basically performing on demand. Gee, thanks. No <laughs> pressure at all. No pressure at all. Oh, I mean, I, I'll treat that situation just like if someone hired me to do a special event for the makeup. Like the only time I do a trial is for a wedding. Any other time I get hired for a photo shoot or for like a birthday, mm-hmm. basically I'm going to do the makeup for the first time. Wow. That's why it's key to have a good consultation and find out what they normally look like, what they want to look like, what they don't like. <laughs> this is, Information this is, is key I get to get it, it right I'm the just, first time. I've literally, I've just listened to it. I was like, you would think this is common, but you know what? Common sense isn't common. It's not common. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that brings me to topic number two. Dos. Dos. So topic number two, um, I wanted to really dig into what happens when you're actually on set. Like what happens the day of the way? What is it when you 
park the car and you open the door, you look out, and you, <laughs> what from that moment on, what happens? You are painting a picture, aren't you? <laughs> um, first of all, I always try to be a little early just in case I get lost or I have an issue finding the room because that tends to happen or if I need a bellhop to help me with my quote-unquote luggage. <laughs> right. Um, but I always want to walk in with a smile on my face. Hi, so-and-so. How are you feeling? Congrats. Happy wedding day. Because <laughs> it's their day. Your job is to make them feel special. Mm. That's what you're hired to do. So I'll greet them. If someone else is in the room, their mom or sister's in the room, I'll say hi to them, blah, blah, blah. Then I'll ask them, do they have somewhere where they want me to set up specifically? Because they may have some place of mine. If they don't care, then I'll kind of scout the room, see where it's best for me to set up where I'm not in everyone's way. What has been, like, perhaps your experience when it comes to the brides? Like, what expectations do they have when you show up on the day of their wedding? Um, for the most part, I mean, for the most part, 100% of the time, brides are normally happy. They're in a good mood. I've only had literally one instance where a bride wasn't in the best mood, but it was because... Her sibling had got arrested on the way in town. What? Yes. I'm not going to say why, but um, yeah, her sibling got arrested and she was freaking out because she was like, okay, he was a groomsman. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? So in those instances, my job is to really lay it on heavy, be extra accommodating, be extra positive, help distract them, make them feel beautiful because the day is about them. Let someone else handle the stresses of the day. The bride's job is to enjoy the day. So I feel like the bride's expectations are just to make sure that they feel beautiful. If they've had the trial, they know what my skill set is, and they're going to be happy. If not, they wouldn't hire me to be there on their special day. Gotcha. Could you tell us maybe some misconceptions that often occur, like, out there when you're there? Like, what is the, are there ever times when you feel like they've... <laughs> they ever have like expectations that no one could ever meet oh like makeup takes like 15 minutes that's a lie (laughs) that's a lie um even if you want a very natural look it takes a lot of effort for something to look natural and effortless and airbrush oh you mean so when Um, a guy's like yeah i don't like girls that wear makeup but then realizing that their girls are still wearing foundation and a bunch of other like yeah okay yeah, I'm like, on their wedding day? Well, I'll say this. My makeup style is pretty natural. So for them to want to look natural, I'm like, that's my lane. That's my expertise. I'm really good at it. So that they look enhanced to where their groom still recognizes them. They recognize themselves when they look in the mirror. Um, but they feel just elegant and beautiful. That's one misconception. Makeup takes like 15 minutes. No. It will take me anywhere between 30 to 45 minutes to do a full face from beginning to end. Skin prep, brows, lashes, touch-ups a little bit. Yes. Wow. So that doesn't even include like doing any <clears throat> hair or additional things or like no. hanging out with anybody else. And hair is about the same, about 30 to 40 minutes, depending on how thick their hair is, how long their hair is, and how structured the hairstyle is that they want. Hmm. another misconception is that makeup doesn't come off (laughs) I don't know why people think that makeup is not your skin (laughs) (laughs) you are not meant to just rub up on people and expect for it not to move 
That's not realistic. I'm Have sorry. Have you ever had to do additional touch-ups during your wedding? Yes. I've had people who, this is why I don't do lips until the end. So I've had bridesmaids who will get lips done, and then that's when they want to decide to go eat a sub. Oh. And then their lipstick just from the lips to the chin. I have to go fix it. That's more time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how long are you usually on the set then? It really depends on how many services I'm doing. So um, like I said earlier, so if it's like beyond like five people, I'll bring someone with me so someone can do hair and I can do makeup or vice versa. If I have a makeup artist, I mean, that's the benefit of being a cosmetologist. You're kind of trained in both. So I could do both. So and but you're you're never actually staying for the whole engagement portion of it. Like you're not actually no. going to ceremonies and like. doing. Oh, this no, like- no, no, no. I think the longest I've stayed was about six or seven hours. Oh, the largest what? party I've done by myself, I did 11 services, and that was hair and makeup, and that was by myself. Talk, talk and about that was when I was for someone else. <laughs> That's why I carry my own chair. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is, it is rare Will I have someone say, you know, could I stay for touch-ups? Can I stay an extra hour? Because now they do first looks. Do you know what that is? No. Um, it's basically the bride and groom will go have their first look photos where the groom will turn around and see the bride for the first time so they get that moment by themselves and it's also captured on camera so uh, I've been asked to say you know after that because after they have the first look maybe so, they did a little that actually, that's kind of cute that's kind of cute the whole first look cute? idea yeah and it's a cute little private moment they don't want to come back for touch ups maybe if they went outside sweat a little bit and them on their way but no i don't stay for the actual wedding i only get fed if there's leftovers after the <laughs> dang hey basic fan man if you have a wedding and you have your mua out there make sure you feed them okay that's that's kind of trash yeah just <laughs> offer food because normally there's plenty of oh leftovers like just ask what you want the coolest tip i've gotten though was a glass of champagne not a glass sorry a bottle of champagne hey yeah please make it a whole bottle <laughs> What then are the expectations in the sense of like are trending expectations for weddings these days? Um, from the beauty aspect or just like the wedding in general? Like the, the, the day of is supposed to be like very grand. And, oh, no, no, I no. Mean, I mean, from the beauty aspect, like what are these, what are girls saying, hey, this is what I want now? Like, I know okay. your expertise has been in, in obviously, a natural makeup look, but has there any, like, is the trend more so lining up towards, hey, you know what, I want to have this specific trendy look with this kind of eye? Um, What's very popular is a smoky eye. And it's funny because every, I feel like so many people don't know how to describe what they want, but once I say the phrase, they're like, yes, that's it. so the smoky eye is a big thing yes they want a natural smoky eye i don't isn't that kind of okay opposite each other basically i feel like when people think of smoky eye they think of like full glam like dark brown and black and really heavily smoked that's what what came out out. yeah that's what i imagined right they want a natural smoky eye meaning they want like Topes used and like soft browns. Maybe they want a little bit of shimmer on the lips, like a light okay. pink or like a champagne glitter. Soft browns, like the daytime bridal version of that. It's like a natural smoky uh, glam. They're okay. like, yes, that's it. <laughs> Hearing you describe it makes a lot more sense now. Um, What's also trendy is liquid lipstick, and I'll tell you why. 
it does not move does it feel the best maybe not um but it will last through kissing as long as you're not making out it will eating last through subs. eating <laughs> it will last oh gosh oh uh, yes e- eating subs and also drinking my tip to those who are not used to wearing liquid lipstick is to keep lip balm if you don't have pockets in your dress which i'm like why would you not have pockets in your dress um have one of your girls or your mom even keep lip balm on them for you and just dab your lips to make it more comfortable because made, the made of honor duties right there made yes. of honor duties <laughs> it lasts so long because it dries down matte and that could sometimes be drying mm. thank you well thanks for the extra tip then you're welcome so eyes, and, eyes and lips eyes and lips that, that that's already pretty good oh my gosh highlight man we <laughs> talked about that over the summer highlight is a year-round thing just in the more modest sense for vital really unless you're going full glam then highlight it up mm-hmm. explain to me highlight it up <laughs> um, I'm, use, I'm more. Bigger. use more <laughs> um, I often mix highlighter so I'll mix a champagne one with the gold one the Fenty highlighter oh my god it looks great on everybody hmm. and for those who may not have heard the summer edition of the episode can you describe what a highlighter is highlighter is basically when you see Jennifer Lopez and she's known for that JLo glow that's the highlight it can come in the form of liquid, a cream, and powder, and also a loose powder. Um, I would suggest starting out with just a regular powder form. That way you have more control over how much you can apply. And it's okay to apply that if you already set your face with powder. Powder works with powder just fine. Mm, perfect. Well, let's move on to topic number three. <laughs> Going over everything that you just went through, I mean, like, you gave us plenty of stuff, but something I want to bring back from the beginning of the episode, actually, you said something that I wanted to kind of key on, which was, um, you know, these, sometimes you have brides looking for an MUA for their wedding a month out. So what I want to ask you is, what are some best practices that brides can practice when dealing with their wedding MUAs or their wedding cosme- uh, cosmetologist? I would say try to, I mean, some people get married in four months like I did. Some people are engaged for like a year and a half because they're saving money for a, a grand wedding. Um, I would suggest looking for your MUA after you have found your dress. So I feel like once you find your dress, you know what style you're going for. Cause you can book your, your venue a year in advance and you, you will change your mind as to how you think you want your hair and makeup to look. You want to make sure that you book your bridal trial at least three months in advance. That way, if it doesn't go well, you have time to have another one with that same person or find someone else. And you're not just in a jam like a month before your wedding. You're like, I don't know who's doing my makeup and my hair. (laughs) 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 So I would say that try to find, try to have your first bridal trial done at least three months in advance. That way you're not given too much time to go back and forth about what you want to do with them. By the time your day comes, you're like, I don't know what I want to look like anymore. Just do it. (laughs) You don't want to be frustrated on your wedding, especially about that. You want to make sure that's in the bag. 
Perfect. And accommodations wise, do they do you think there needs to be something for the MUA? Um make sure that they have a table. <laughs> Cause I mean, we travel with a lot of things. Um, makeup artists more so than hairstylists. Hairstylists, you can probably fit everything into one bag. But, I mean, you don't need uh, lighting for uh, hair. But you do need a table for hair. You do need quite a big table for makeup. So, if you can have a table handy, that would be fine. I travel with my own extension cord just in case. But if not, if you have one handy, that's great. Make sure your outlets work. That would be bomb. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure your pets are put away if uh, they have a fear of pets luckily I don't I love doggies um, but yeah I would just say that just kind of be prepared have your pictures prepared have them on your phone usually um, I email a questionnaire out beforehand so I have all their information I have like their skin type ahead of time so I know what to pack for their skin type um I ask for pictures ahead of time, so I, again, I know what to pack, so I don't overpack. No. So just kind of doing your research, being a little prepared, and it's also partially responsibility of the professional that you're working with, because they should try to make sure that, you know, we're communicating back and forth. They should make sure that you're prepared, because we do this all the time. They don't get married all the time. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Didn't think about that one, guys. Didn't think about that one. Okay. Yes. And I'm guessing feed, you know, feed your MUA. That's a big one too. <laughs> offer mean, offer some scraps. <laughs> just offer. I always bring snacks because we work all day and don't realize that we don't eat or drink until we're done. We're like, why am I so mm. oh famished? I always pack snacks. It'll be nice to just offer a little bit something, something just to be nice. Or offer some water. Or a bottle of champagne. Ah, <laughs> oh, you can't drink and work and then drink and drive. Oh god, I know. I know. Take home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pop that bubbly. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, Trista, for coming on and uh, giving us a nice little rundown about you know kind of the planning and the expectations for um, the beauty aspect of the you know the BTS kind of version of um, the beauty the wedding MUAs and the expectations that you could have and maybe in obviously giving us some great um, tips for what to do in planning as well. I know most of the anxiety from what I hear from friends who have or are planning their weddings, it is 90% them trying to remember everything and get things done right. So thank you. Uh I know there's people out there that are going to be excited to hear this information and also fun thing we don't since you gave us so much great stuff guys you know the normal segment that we actually have with trista i think we're gonna i think we're gonna pass and let that one roll to next to our next one and look out we're gonna have a great feature in a couple weeks um with some really interesting people so yeah i think you guys will be excited so basic fam y'all have a great beginning of february and it sucks happy that the Patriots won. And happy Black History Month to everybody out there. And Trista, I will see you next time. Okay, see you next time. All right, guys. Ciao. Hey, Basic Fam. The show today was produced by Basic LLC. Music was provided by Torian Miles. If you haven't already rated us, you know, it helps us get noticed. So one stars, five stars, it's up to you. But remember to subscribe and share and let people know about the basic buzz. All right, basic fam. See you next time.